Lucky number 13. 13 episodes. What's up, Kels? How are you today? Oh my goodness, I'm buzzing. England have won definitively today. Everyone's with it. Hmm. What was that, like 6-1 or something? I mean, I do believe. I do believe it was 6-1. I mean, a whole lot to a whole little. Um, (laughs) Did y'all catch it out in New York? Um, I did not catch that game, but I did see um, Japan. I did Mm. see Colombia. Mm-hmm. So those are good matches. It's a it's a free for all right now. A hot group. It's a hot group. Yeah. Uh, but winner take all to Germany on that comeback against Sweden. What a nightmare of a tr- of a strike that was. It was literally like the best thing I've seen in so long. Yeah, it was sick. I was out for that match, and uh, the bar like erupted <laughs> when, when he sunk that. So there were echoes of. Yeah, like all <laughs> over London. Yeah, like, I mean, it would have been de- embarrassing for them to get knocked out, um, being the world champs and all. Yeah, you can't but come in toting the crown and then. Little, I mean, little known fact. I mean, people probably know that the World Cup in 2026 is going to be in North America. Yay! Canada. You know, Canada, Canada, the U.S. and Mexico are hosting the World Cup in 2026, and I found out that the final is going to be in New Jersey at MetLife. No. Yes, girl. Yes, of course I'm they're going to put it in. The- my trip to yours. Yes, I was like, Dad, the second that I find these tickets, I'm getting us two tickets to the final. I don't care how much they cost. Like we are going to a World Cup game to the final. Girl, like, secure four, and I will pay you in advance. <laughs> easy. easy. I'm taking orders now. <laughs> yeah, everyone listening, uh, hit her up. She don't got Instagram right now, but she out there somewhere. Get her, get her Gmail. <laughs> um, so here we are. We're talking about kind of like a hot topic, to be honest. We had actually a listener kind of hit us up and, and ask us to, to discuss this, kind of actually for the benefit of our male listeners more so, although this does apply to everyone because – Every one of us has a somebody, um, particularly an ex-buddy. Um, this is about to de- like pretty much deal with all aspects of, I don't know, like what's in the past, whether you allow that into your present, your future. Um, it's kind of an interesting one because I think it'll also be divisive between ourselves probably, Z. I don't, yes. I don't think we actually discuss this as friends where we really leave it. Like I know kind of how you deal, but, you know, it's it's a good one to kind of walk through and just crack into and. And, you know, kind of walk through, uh, I guess, yeah, perspectives. And yeah, everyone's got one. So I think the main thing to kick off with, if you do not mind me doing so. Go ahead. I'm going to put a, a scenario towards you. Oh, I love this. <laughs> I love well, this let's scenario. hear it. <laughs> okay, so Z, you're seeing someone that's going really well. Mm-hmm. You're probably into, I don't know, like month two-ish, you know, like in a few weeks. So you're not really counting dates no more, you know. You're mm-hmm. getting used to seeing them. It's, it's, going, it's going swimmingly. And all of a sudden, they don't go off the map, but the guy you're seeing says, look, um, my ex is in town. I'm going to be with them for the weekend and we're not together yet. You and I. And so I wanted to be clear with you about this and just let you know, this is happening, but I do need to see them. I'm not saying anything more, any less. They don't really tell you what they're inferring, but mm-hmm. they're, they're going to go. And they they think they're probably doing right by telling you, which I think honesty is the best policy, but how dost thou such oh, news and what do you make of, what do you make of just someone, even if they didn't tell you or not, what do you make of someone like entertaining the ex when they're 
I think that's a total no-go. I think that if something's in the past, there's a reason for that and it needs to be left in the past. And if you're entertaining something in the future, in the future, you're almost bringing out that, bringing that past energy into the present or the future with the person that you're with or dating. Mm. And that's not a good mix. Like the universe doesn't like that. The universe Mm. doesn't want you to mix energy from the past and bad blood because they're your ex for a reason um, with your current like good energy. I think that's not in your favor. I wouldn't take kindly to that. Um, Why would you take, you know, last week's soup and just reheat it today and think it's going to taste good (laughs) or bring some value to the people Mm. sitting around the table with you? It's not. You know what I mean? Like, it's old soup reheated, whatever way you want to hash it. And that maybe there's, there's a reason for it, uh, that you want to meet up with an ex for, but like, if they're not even telling you what that reason is, like, that's shady as hell. And the thing is, it's like a guy would, I I guess a guy would be, want to be able to be cool with an ex and actually have his current fling or girlfriend be cool with him meeting up with an ex. But guess what? Once you flip those tables and it's like, yeah, I'm going to meet up with my ex who was like this six, five beast of a guy. And um, mm. I hope you're okay with it. I spent Friday <laughs> and Saturday night with him while he's in town. Really? He's going to, he's going to let that fly. I don't think so. So guess what? You can't see your ex. Like it's just, it's just, I think it's a waste of time and stupid. hundred percent. Like to go off that, see you and I actually, I, I concur. So I, have always gone by the old adage, you know, past relationships belong where they are in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, if you are taking something along with you, no matter whether you are still cordial, I think it's actually healthy to have a positive, I guess, like camaraderie with an ex. I don't think that you need to necessarily be homies that go for a night out together whenever one is in the other city uh, on through to eternity. But I do think there's such a thing as being healthy about – if something does come up where you maybe have to be at the wet at a wedding, you know, for a mutual friend or, you know, down in life, unfortunately, sometimes you have to be at the same funeral, things like that. I don't think that you should necessarily be spitting venom in that room toward another. No, but not at all. There is certainly no need for me to go to B-dubs and get like, you know, the happy hour special teriyaki <laughs> wings and a two pinter with someone that I used to be very involved with. Um, it shouldn't make me feel good about it and it certainly shouldn't make my partner who I'm trying to make maybe my full-timer also feel good about it and I guess you know I guess the other question is you know to say I guess a bit further Z have you ever been tempted to meet with an ex or had that opportunity come your way and how did you handle it no I've never had the opportunity come my way and I've never actually met with an ex once I was over the relationship um, or meaning once once we broke up, not over the relationship, but um, yeah, that's never that's never come my way. Although I have had people try to reconcile with me to mm-hmm. to try to get back together, right? Not just like a meet up a year down the line or whatever, but like immediately after the breakup. That's kind of like that weird that weird moment in time where they really start to like, they miss you. They miss what they had. Um, Mm. They try to get back together with you, but that's also, it's like, once I'm done, I'm done. 
there's no going back even like a day or a week or a month after it doesn't matter so yeah I just I wish them well I don't have any bad blood with any of my exes don't get me wrong Mm -hmm. um and everything ended on like as good a note as it possibly could like breaking up with somebody but um yeah it's just it's just uh (laughs) Yo, it's nothing also that's really, like, nothing that I've really entertained. It's just but, messy, isn't it? That's the other thing. Messy. It's just like I love a clean break, no matter what. I love a clean break from, um, you know, some part of like important part of my career. I like a clean, clean break from something I've studied. I like to get that distinction and then be out. I like to finish a book and and put it away and maybe trade it for a good one. Like I like to be. <laughs> You know what I mean? I I like a clean break no matter what because I'm quite a compartmentalizer. And I think that's in my personal – the way I'm wired, that is the way that I can live a healthy life. Um, Apart from that, it's also like the type of person – and I will use this very generally and sparingly, sparingly, but unless there's a child involved or some sort of runoff that requires you guys – to actually be in contact, I simply do not see the need to keep any sort of meaningful contact between the two of you. Because for me, like straight up, if someone's still leaving that door open, it's because they're not convinced about you. They don't want to shut it because they're still waiting for something, whether it's an oldie or a newbie to come through and really make them have them blinders on. But for me, like, I'm not going to lie. I've, I've definitely been in moments of courtship where I wasn't certain about the person trying to lock me down. And I did entertain, I didn't ever meet up with an ex, but I certainly did did entertain a bit of contact to where it could still be a possibility. I never outright said, you know, like those awkward moments between maybe partners where you're kind of like, I'm seeing someone, but do I owe them that to to like shut others out by saying so? Um, I've definitely been at fault for not kind of, not kind of setting that line and boundary for someone that may not know my situation because they don't maybe feel privy to it. But, you know, it can be murky waters basically. But I think the older I've gotten, I've understood that if I'm really down for someone, my blinders are on and that's all I need to know. And otherwise, you know, just do everyone a favor and like, don't give that person the, the illusion, you know, but, um, I agree. And the whole thing with needing to stay in contact with an ex because there's a child involved or others, some, like some type of caretaking involvement between the families or it, that's an exceptional situation and doesn't apply to like the regular degular people we're talking about right now on the daily who may have contact with their exes, you know? I know a hundred percent. Like, I think the specific question was from the person we spoke with was, you know, if someone's going to meet with an ex, like even the way that it was phrased, it was kind of like something about their situation made me feel as though they were being made to feel guilty for feeling a type of way when the person they were trying to be with was seeing yeah. an ex. And that's, that reflects on the person you're seeing. So my humble opinion is if someone is almost trying to throw in my face that they're still in touch with an ex, like, oh, you better step it up or so-and-so is coming back. It's like, oh, what the hell you think this is? You know what? No matter what it is, you know, it's like, this is not, this is not a game of chess. Like this is not (laughs) something that, yeah, yeah. This is, this is certainly not like a telenovela or something where you think you're just about to spin me off. Then I'll come back valiantly. No, (laughs) you can run along and go and, and go back to old boy. Um, mm-hmm. but I, I certainly, I would take that as a huge affront and also like, you know, step up and lay that down. If you're the person that you feel 
you know, is kind of not in jeopardy, but if, if someone's kind of even hinting at the fact they want to see someone that's old to them, you know, show them, show them what's up. You don't, don't, you know, miss out on that chance to make sure you lay claim because yeah. it's not like they should be testing you, but you know, it's important. It's important just to say how you're feeling. If that triggers you, go for it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about Z? How do you feel about old exes getting in touch though? Trying to write the ship. Do you entertain it? Like, have you ever had someone try to, I mean, do they always come back? Cause I know how you feel, but like, mm-hmm. let them know. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to think back. It's not like I have so many exes to think back on, but, um, you do always say that when never, someone harms you. Yeah. Yeah. They've never, only one has ever gotten in touch with me again. And it's not that I wouldn't look, we're not, I'm not entertaining a meetup, but if the person's saying, Hey, I hope you're doing well. Yeah. So like, likewise, you know, hope everything's good. <laughs> like, that's the extent of it. You know what I mean? Um, where some people might even say that's not, like, quote, unquote, allowed if you're in a relationship to even, like, text an ex back. But the person's not trying to meet up with me and vice versa. So I don't see any harm in just being a civil human, especially when that person might still be friends with people you associate with or are friends mm-hmm. with. So there's some type of, like, civility that's warranted there. But no, I think I've made it pretty clear for the people I've been involved with in the past when I'm done, like that door is closed. It's closed forever. Like it's boarded up. There's a lock on it. (laughs) There's, you know, like putty in the cracks. Like there's no seeping through. There's no getting back into my life like in that in that way. Yeah. What about for you, though? Like, have you I'm sure you've gotten people hitting you up like. Oh, man. And that old thing back, as they say. (laughs) I think what exacerbates it for me, just my personal, the way I've lived for probably, now if I count it, you know, over about six years, the fact that I'm not in the forefront of someone's visual as far as what they can scroll down and check up on, like, most people can have access to someone that used to mean something to them by looking up their page or looking through old pictures. I think in some way there's this, this extra layer to not being so readily accessible um, as just a record that somehow puts me almost more and more in the forefront. Um, For a lot of my exes, I've found that they almost somehow can't hurdle me because their imagination is stronger than a picture of us. Um, That's not just to say it's that just that way, but I have found that um, at least for the majority of like, I can name a handful. I do hear from them. Um, Again, I don't, I've kind of always debated and I've asked people like Karen, who's, you know, everyone's heard her now on the show and um, people like her who have lived quite a bit longer than me and ask for guidance. Cause sometimes I don't know if it's necessarily bad, especially since I'm not in a committed relationship as is um, if it's bad to shut people out, especially a few of them have not ever, you know, done wrong by me. But I think the important thing that I've learned is um, it is okay to be, it, it's okay to give updates. It's not okay to, you know, like tone that we all know we all could put on that, that makes it yeah. more than just a catch up. So that's where I draw my line now is sending that positive energy and well wishing for hundred percent. Absolutely. Yes. They come around. They always do almost like clockwork, but I've really learned that I also feel better and more clear mentally when, even when I'm just a hundred percent got no one on my card deck, no one on the <laughs> roster, like, you know, it's draft season. I have no prospects. 
Even when I'm in that moment, I feel happier and clearer when there's no kind of just nagging, lingering anybody. Um, and I carry that forward. So like my, my bottom line would be if, if I'm out and I'm just trying to have a clear outlook in general, I'm not entertaining anything, you know, remotely serious as a conversation with an ex. Um, yeah. cause it ended for a reason and that's okay. There's seasons just like friendships come and go. Yeah. I think relationships happen in, in a phase that you both needed it. Um, and I yeah, think that, I think one of the reasons why people might entertain an ex, um, in, in depth, not just the, Hey, hope you're doing well, or responding to a text or two, but keeping in touch pretty frequently, or even meeting up or whether they're single or in a relationship or dating or what have you, whatever their situation is, it's probably because they're a little lonely and they feel like there's an emotional support that they, that they have through, through an ex that they can kind of tap into every now and then and makes them feel a little bit less lonely or makes them feel wanted, right? Mm. Because there's that satis- maybe um, satisfaction that comes along with like an ex continuing to hit you up or wanting to see you. You're it's kind of like an ego point. boost. And You're that's why it might be. Point. What's that? Sorry. No, I, I'm just actually nodding along. because you're making such a good point Z that often it's for the gratification and the box ticking of the person coming at you for that. They need something from you to feel good, whether yeah. it's an ego boost, like you said, or an edification or an it's okay. I forgive you. Yeah. And often think of it from more you. from like a, a selfish perspective of why somebody would stay in contact with an ex. Like it could be innocent, but it also could be like feeding into that insecurity or that like being selfish about what you're getting from that person. Oh, 100%. And I can actually push this further. I can half dry snitch right now, but also <laughs> like go off of a lot of friends' anecdotes. There have been times where I've hit up an ex for that very purpose. I had no intention of their best interests at heart. I was trying to get the response and that would make me feel good. It's like a rush. It's like, mm-hmm. am I still relevant to you? That's why there's like endless R&B song topics about, do you still think about me? Do you look at them and think the same way? Do you think, does <laughs> he do this for you the same? Like, this is something, it's it's an ego thing. You're so 100% right. And I'd be lying if I said that I haven't gone for that sort of, you know, edification in my past. Um, and it's hard also to deny it when it's coming from the other end. It feels good to be pursued and also it's, it feels good and for your own ego to have someone and say, you know what? I did wrong by you. Um, you know, and trying to kind of extend that, that kind of bit of energy towards you. Yeah. I mean, I also think that people that say that they're cool with their partner meeting up with exes don't actually think that deep down (laughs) that they actually care, but they're trying to come off as like, laissez-faire about it and Mm. like they're that cool of a person that they're (laughs) yo i am not yeah babe go do what you want well where do we draw the line like maybe you want to hook up with that person too you know go go do that too like are you gonna be cool with that no oh you're only cool with just having drinks like where's the line drawn you know the line should be drawn at like the meeting never happens like that's stupid dude you're so right (laughs) because it's like how long is a piece of string okay you go for a drink you both want another then you start laughing about old stuff also nine times out of ten with an ex the conversation is based on things not in the present moment like yeah ever ever i mean it's never anything that can lead to conducive and and positive 
you know, forward thinking discussion. Mm-hmm. It's always rehashing a past, which is again, not healthy for either of you, but that's and so great. Also, the person's going to be thinking about having sex with you and what it was like. Like that's literally gonna, in my mind, that would be at the forefront. If you met up with an ex, like it would be like the sexual past would come rushing forward. And it's like, do you really want that? Like in oh, your yeah. mind, in that moment when you're dating somebody else or seeing somebody else, I don't know. It's kind of whack. Yeah, and I think it probably, I think it says a lot about a person's discipline if they let themselves go do that, even if their partner or the person that's trying to become that person for them is expressing their discomfort with it. I think it does get complicated, say, let's put it this way, because you and me both live in small, I mean, like, not small, but we live in concentrated context of a bigger city where anonymity you can actually kind of achieve rather easily. You can, yeah, you can run in similar circles, but even with an ex, even if someone that used to run in your own friend circle, like those things are malleable and often you can kind of outrun that. I mean, you can kind of adjust a couple of things here or there and all of a sudden you have to see them anymore. It's rare to run into someone yeah. in New York or London. Um, what about for a smaller town context? Say you're like, I shudder when I think of this, but if I move back to my old hotel, hometown, <laughs> um, I'd have trouble going to Walmart. I'd have Lip to quiver. start planning. I'd have to start planning my 2 a.m. grocery run. Uh, because that is crazy you know what I you know what I mean though I mean there's too many also in in smaller settings we we're all creatures of habit right and we all want to have a patterned life to a degree we all kind of do try to establish patterns so I mean I even talked to my own mother who like she's got the way that she lives her life when I'm home I fall right back into lockstep with that um and she'll say oh she ran into this person I used to know and they asked for your info calls and they don't know how you're doing or oh I ran into this person I used to know and she's talking about her personal life you know a friend or whatever yeah and I mean there's much more pitfalls to be had wouldn't you agree in a small town yeah definitely I mean you kind of got to matrix your way into the world (laughs) like start ducking and dodging like like meeting people like take that like when you see someone I don't know um yeah, it would be it would be awkward and it's just always that like awkward small talk or you know like Whoa. somebody you never really like you were never really friends with but they you both knew yeah. of each other and then they're yeah. suddenly like trying to just find out information about you because they don't have anything going on in their life or you know whatever you got going on is more exciting and uh, it's like it's like kind of at like interrogation style versus wow, I really am a heart like heartfelt person and I care deeply and intensely yeah. about your life and, story thus far like no that's just, never the case people are just trying to like get dirt on you and like I know. and measure their own life against yours you know what I mean so best to avoid it speak on it I think <laughs> best to avoid the small towns I could never live <laughs> in a small town mate can you imagine this is the thing like dog so many times across since living here people run to my mom at the Piggly Wiggly or some shit, and they'll be like, yo, give me her digits, and my mom's like, you got an iMessage? And she doesn't even know, like, what an iMessage is, but she knows she'd be giving out. And, like, people will hit me up, like, girl, it's been so long, I remember that time you got kicked out of class in eighth grade, I'm like, damn, like, we going there? And then they all of a sudden want to show me their fiancé, and they want to talk how they do CrossFit sometimes, and they're like, yeah, I remember they used to, like, soccer, like, one time I went to a game, and I'm like... Yo, yeah. we, we stopped talking in, you know, in, in ninth grade, but it's this really interesting thing that I'm learning happens again, like when you move on and when most of the rest of your life, especially for me, I mean, I'm from North Carolina, like a lot of us don't leave, let, let alone the country. None of right. us have, has a passport, but let alone you leave. 
it's it's a false sense of knowing others because all of our paths run parallel but ultimately people do make their little camp and associate with like you said getting dirt and then define their life off of dirt of others um i also have a great story about this which i'd love to share (laughs) um you'll love this z so i can out myself because i'm not an athlete at wake anymore but um, this was when I was still on the soccer team and we had a lifting coach who was one of those like um, one of those dudes that was trying to get his cert. And he was fine, man. He looked like Tim Tebow or something like that. And, like our whole team used to giggle about him. And um, I remember I was out on a night with my my homegirls from growing up in Raleigh. And this is hours away from my uni. Mm-hmm. And I saw him on a night out and me being. I'll say rather brazen and excited about the new year Mm -hmm. decided to, you know, cat call him basically. (laughs) Um, We ended up exchanging numbers. It was that kind of cheeky context where you're like, Ooh, I'm seeing you outside of the norm and we can't get in trouble for flirting. Oh yeah. Oh, I have Um, a story about this too, but go ahead, go ahead, girl. (laughs) Go ahead. Um, So, Long story short, we write each other over the Christmas break. We come back to Winston, and boy picks me up, of course, in his big old Tahoe truck and takes me on mm-hmm. a beautiful first date. Second date comes around. It's the next weekend. We go to this place. Now, Finnegan's, if you do recall, Zaha, is a haunt for all of us, and there Finnegan, are high chances yes. of everyone everyone running into something there. I don't know what you want to call a something, but it's a something. And he's going to the bar with me, and... I overhear this really annoying, like, condescending Minnie Mouse bitchy voice go, Oh, my God, Chris, Patagucci. I was like, is Dolly Parton fucking in here and on speed? (laughs) And I turn, and it's this annoying, mousy brown, like, sorority, made-to-order type girl in a Patagonia pullover and rainbow (laughs) flip-flops. I'm like, wow, honey. Lily Pulitzer skirt? You know. You already um, looking like those looking like those bag of Skittles threw up on the, <laughs> on the clothing. <laughs> Drapes herself over his big frame, like far too friendly of a hug. And me taking that energy, I let it bounce right off me and push me out the door. I pretty much backed up away from the bar. This was his ex. She had been around. Apparently, they still talk. She he bought her shots in front of me. Uh huh. <laughs> When I, when I say that not only was I mortified, but I was so livid that I didn't even feel like I owed him even a, so much as a look in, like a look in his eyes. I grabbed my stuff and I went straight out the door. I was, awesome. I was mortified, but I was also like, I'll be damned if I stand here and take this. So obviously, I never replied to anything he ever said to me again, even though he had to see me all the time looking fire. And like he used to go through my teammates trying to ask how I was and ask if I'd ever write him back. And they were like, mate, you kind of know what you did. Um, yeah. But long well, story see, short. More power to you. That was the right thing to do, Kels. I couldn't do, but I couldn't have taken it. I would, I, something about it. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, I can't sit there. The one good thing about me is for better or worse, I might be mean or like too direct, but I can't sit there and take that. I had to go. I mean, if someone doesn't have the emotional intelligence to know how to act in that situation, like if he didn't like tamper her down a little bit and be like, all right, chill, like, you know, like, "Ah, good to see you too, you know, kind of putting her in her place a little bit as he should if there wasn't anything going on still. Right. um, Out of respect for the situation and you. And I think you you did the right thing because when you see red flags like that, like, look them in the eye, acknowledge them, and then do something about it. Yeah. Don't wait for, like, the second and third and fourth and hundredth red flag. 
before you get up out of there because 100% it's just gonna come to a head later on like the quick thing I'll say before your story because I have to say this the one thing that I did learn and I was glad my instinct let me do was that's exactly right what you're saying if that ever happens to any of y'all do not try to look cool and understanding about it you react how you feel and get usually just get up out of there because if you're trying to avoid going to going to certain places because you're worried about that kind of interaction with someone's ex nine times out of ten it's because you low-key know what they're going to do because of the way that they treat you and the way their energy is if you have that kind of back pocket feeling and like the pity or stomach kind of feels a bit funny you already know what you're gonna do just don't try to look like you're cool and understanding like bug out my thing is just like bug out if you feel like you're bugging just do it let it happen um what's your story i like it i like it you know i'm gonna tell my story offline to you (laughs) but um even better i think you had i think you had a really good life hack there Ooh, you're right actually you're right just bug out just like do your thing act how you want to act speak your mind i think this is like a running theme Mm. don't save face like life's too short you know exactly and saving face will make you it'll make you really really yeah you know yeah don't let it fester my life hack would be um always keep it like keep it moving like onward Mm. and upward yes you're you're trying to improve your life and the partner you're with and your the relationship you're in and your job and your family and your friends like everything's solid leave the past in the past the person didn't make it to your present for a reason Ooh. um uh they can you know watch you from the sidelines while you're scoring the hat tricks in life keeping okay. it to the world cup theme okay he's okay. one of our own <laughs> He's one of us. <laughs> so, Z, let him know. That's my life hack, girl. I think we girl, can end I on feel that. that. that is, and that's just an uplifting note to end on. And I couldn't have said it better myself. Keep it pushing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Girl. Right. I'm about to hang up and get this story out of you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thanks, guys. Follow us officially, The Lowdown, on Instagram. Look us up, subscribe, and we'll see you next week. Bye-bye.